0: Hey gang, how are you? Kevin Goatee gutting the sacred cow. How are you? What's new and exciting? Hot new episode right now for you. Amanda Schurker taking on Inglorious Bastards. That's right, the third Tarantino film I believe we've done. Before we get into it, do not forget, please subscribe and give a five-star rating. Two-sentence review would be a big help. The live show tickets, man, we are almost halfway sold out already. So guttingthesacredcow.com has your link for the live uh, live show tickets has the link to go and buy a nice cool shirt, long sleeve shirt. It's getting a little nippy up here. Hoodie, hat, bag, mug. I don't know. It's everything is there. It's better than Amazon. And of course your articles that we have every day of the week for you. So gutting the sacred for tickets for the live show and everything else. And again, Thank you so much for being a friend of the show. Thank you for telling your friends and family. We really appreciate it. Honest to God, Kevin Israel and I really, really appreciate it. And without further ado, here's Amanda Shirker doing Inglorious Bastards. Sorry, folks. Park's closed. Moose out front should have told you so. Kevin Israel, name that film. Vacation. If you wanted a softball? You got a softball. Yeah, soft. that was as soft as it gets. That was I know. Mean. <laughs> I might have been throwing to my five-year-old daughter. Hey, everybody. Gutting the sacred cow. Here we are. A, another episode. A brand new week. Guess what? Our live show is happening. Folks, if Boom. you... Boom. All right. If you live in the tri-state New York City area, come out on January 23rd to the AMC in Clifton, New Jersey, a scant 20-25 minutes outside of New York, where we are going to show the 1984 classic Karate Kid and veteran gutters from the morning show on Compound Media. Bill Schultz and Joanne Nosichinsky are going to try and take down Karate Kid in person. That's right. We're going to watch the film and have an episode right after that. Tickets on sale now. Go to our Twitter page at GTSC Podcast. The link is in the bio. GuttingTheSacredCow.com should have it up. If it doesn't, we're working on that right now. Go to Kevin Israel and Kevin Goatee's pages, Twitter and Facebook. You'll find them there. Or on Eventbrite. Just search for guttingthesacredcow.com. Now we get that business out of the way. Let's welcome our guest, Amanda Shirker, hailing from all the way on the left coast. Amanda. How are you? It's happening, oh Amanda.
1: Gosh. I'm totally, I'm, I'm great.
0: You I'm are. Good. Tell yeah. the folks where we can find you. Tell the folks about your podcast, everything else you've got going on.
1: Um, so I work at Wisecrack. We make YouTube videos about like pop culture. I'm also on Hinge. Um, <laughs> that's success lately. Uh, yeah, that's, that's basically me. Yeah.
0: Wisecrack. All right. So check her out for uh, Wisecrack video. What's the, what's the Twitter handle for that?
1: Um, I think it's just wisecrack. I should know this. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, I feel like it's just wisecrack.
0: Cool. Just look at them for Twitter. It. God damn it, you'll find He's it.
1: This. You have some a brain.
0: Have some gumption. You know, have some initiative. You'll get there if you really want to. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: That looks like a forty you're drinking right there. That's a tall ass thermos.
1: Um, it's yeah. It will. It, the gin lasts longer that way.
0: Excellent. i love I'm a gin guy, too. <laughs> Amanda has come on, and she has taken umbrage with... It's our second Quentin Tarantino. No, excuse me, uh, Kevin Israel. It is our third Quentin Tarantino film we've done in this podcast.
2: Amanda decided that she... Dis- wait, 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 wait. I can't miss this opportunity. Kevin, yes, Yeah, it's our third. Ah, excellent. Excellent <laughs> callback.
0: Our third Quentin Tarantino <laughs> film, *Inglorious Bastards, coming out in the year 2009, a $70 million budget, a $120 million haul in the United States, a $321 million haul worldwide, which puts that in 2020 numbers, $85 million budget, a 146 million, $146.6 million. Million-dollar haul in the U.S., 392.3 worldwide, not too shabby. Our next step, Amanda, in our little game of fun is we like to guess, actually you and Kevin are going to guess a couple of film scores. IMDb, as we know, is a scale 1 through 10 with decimal points. Amanda, the lady in the room, what did Inglorious Bastards score on IMDb? 1 through 10 with decimal points.
1: Okay, it's cheating because I
0: know. Oh, then I- you don't answer the question. Kevin Israel, what did Inglorious Bastards score in IMDB? Eight nine. Eight three. God ah, damn it. A little high. You know what? Uh, hopefully, Amanda, you did not look at the Rotten Tomatoes scores. That's our I next didn't. you did not. I- so I'll go I'll go to you first. What did the critics score Inglorious Bastards on the old one through one hundred percentage scale? Please.
1: Uh 75?
2: Kevin Israel. Ooh, I was gonna go in the mid-70s. I'll go 81. 89. <gasps> I should have stuck the other way.
1: Fucking idiots.
2: Kevin Israel audience score in Glorious
0: Bastards. Um 87. Amanda.
1: Shit, I was gonna go late 80s. Uh I'll say I'll go crazy and say 92.
0: Kevin Israel wins both showcases. 88! <laughs> Finally, wow. yeah, right. It's been it's My been. My power's still there. <laughs> quotes you each owe me one hundred Nazi scalps, and of course thing. the obvious one: we have a bingo. <laughs> Kevin Israel, quotes from this film. What stuck out to
2: you? Oh man, there's. I had. I had. Oh, that's a bingo. I had that one, and um, and uh. We're in the Nazi killing business, and brother, business is a booming.
0: <laughs> Amanda, any quotes to jump out to you?
1: Um, the quote where I spent twenty fucking minutes watching Nazis play that stupid game. RA advisors in freshman year of college make you play.
0: Ah, the get to know you <laughs> bullshit. Yes, don't we all remember those?
1: Yeah, that's really. I yeah no no. no I thought the. I mean, you know, I hate the movie so.
0: Well, we'll get into it. Yeah. So no, no quotes from her. Okay. Now it's time for five fun facts. Five fun facts. Five fun facts for you right now. It's time for five fun more facts. Five fun facts for you right now. Number one, Quentin Tarantino started writing this film in 1998, but what did he choose? What two films did he choose to do first? Kevin Israel, I'll let you take a guess.
2: And he started writing in 85? 98, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't say that. 98, 98. 98? 98. Um, uh, did this come out before? After? Doesn't matter when yeah. it came
0: out. Don't let that triple you up. Uh, Django Unchained? Nope. And another one. Kill Bill. Was one of them. The other one, Death Proof. Oh, yeah. It
1: was.
0: Tarantino wanted who to play Hans Landa, but he reconsidered. I'll give you a hint. This character, this, this actor, plays a role in his later films. Uh, yes, later films.
1: Rio.
0: Oh, you son of a bitch. Well, you I'm looked go. it up. Yep. <laughs> right. Good job, Amanda. Well played.
1: That would have made the movie... Even worse, which I didn't think
0: mm-hmm. possible. Christ- Christoph Waltz speaks how many languages? Eins, five, dry, fear, fünf. five. German, French, Hebrew, English, and Italian. got to know what you're hunting for. The bear Jew was originally supposed to be played by whom? Any guesses?
2: I'll give you a hint. He's Jewish. I I remember hearing this, but I don't know if it's true.
1: Adam Driver. <laughs> just kidding.
2: I I actually, it's funny. I th- I thought you were gonna be you were gonna say what I was thinking. I remember hearing Adam Sandler was up for this.
0: Adam Sandler is correctamundo. Is it really? Oh, yes. I thought that was just a rumor. Yeah. <laughs> no. Simon Pegg, but then th- they saw Adam Sandler swing a bat. They go, now nah, we can't do this. <laughs> okay. Simon Pegg was originally supposed to play Archie Hickox, but dropped to do Spielberg's Adventures of Tintin.
1: I Archie Hickox? Yeah,
0: I didn't, I didn't either. Archie Hickox is Fastbender in this film, by the way. Oh, he's so much better. Thank you. Yeah. What, I mean, what? give me a film that Fassbender doesn't make. It's like Hanks almost, but a lot lower scale. You put Fassbender in anything, it's amazing. His accent in this was spot on. Wasn't it? For an yep. Irish guy, great job. But enough about five fun facts and Leo playing Hans Landa and Adam Sandler swinging a bat. Who cares? We're here to see Amanda Sherka do what she is going to do pretty damn well, I think. And that is Gut Cut. the, the
2: sacred, sacred Cow.
1: I was telling my mom I was going on this podcast and I called it Slaughtering the sacred cow Ooh, just a potential, <laughs> potential punch-up um just kidding um okay so fuck this movie i hated it the first time i saw it i saw it with like this like in, right in, like in high school with like the film geek and afterwards he was like it was a spiritual moment for me and i was like you're so fucking dumb $70 million was the budget, I think.
0: Yes, you're correct. And he correct.
1: couldn't afford a fucking screen doctor, a script doctor. Wait, can I take that again? <laughs> take two. Take two. $70 million and he couldn't afford a fucking screen doctor. Did I say that right? Yeah. script doctor,
0: um, I bet you meant to say.
1: Script doctor. Why did I write screen doctor? Script. Oh, I mean, God. he writes a- his own a- sp- a- sp- a- a-
0: a- script. A- he writes his own script. So it's kind of, he'd have to be hiring himself.
1: No, no, I know he writes his own scripts, but it's terrible. And it feels, okay, so it feels kind of weird to be critiquing this, which I do a take three because I feel like I fucked that up and I know that's annoying. Um, $70 million and he couldn't afford a script, doctor. There we go. Okay, so it feels weird to be critiquing this movie because it's obviously trying to be dumb and it's based on a dumb movie, but I feel like it both fails at being dumb and fails at being smart because he fucking disappeared up his own asshole. It's so indulgent. There's all the the voiceover. Like, what is going on? All of a sudden, voiceover kicks in, like, at 30 minutes in, lasts for, like, five minutes, is never explained. That's not, like, that's not smart.
0: Which voiceover are we talking? Because there are two that stood out to me because they're both char- many, you know, but they're both actors utilized in many of his films. Which one you saw you talking about?
1: Was it Morgan Freeman or Michael? No, crazy?
0: it was Samuel L. <laughs> was Jackson and Harvey Keitel.
1: Okay. Well, but like, okay, and this is kind of my problem with like Quentin Tarantino. I feel like, okay, if like art is an expression of your soul, Quentin Tarantino's soul is something I just hate. <laughs> like I feel like... I feel like he just... is. It's just gimmicks. And it's like you have to be in on the joke to like it, but there isn't a joke. I, I,
0: have, have, a, I have a question. I just, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I have one question I just need answered. Are you a fan of his other films as well or not?
1: I mean, I thought with, like, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, but... Uh, um, I... Uh, The one where they cut off the ear.
0: Reservoir Dogs.
1: Thank you. Um, Yeah. No, I like his good stuff. I just don't like his, like, historical revisionism stuff. I feel like it was a terrible direction. I have not liked a single one of them. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I mean, I think maybe historical revisionism just, like, might be dumb. That's a potential argument. Like like the plot against america like as a book is smart. I haven't seen the show. Like it's it's smart to if you can like recreate the past to like tell us something about ourselves. But this like none of his movies do that. His movies are just about like fucking up the assholes of the past and that's not intri- like like I feel like the more not that I think every movie has to like have a fucking moral. To be good, mm-hmm. but A, this movie is fucking boring, and B, the moral is that killing Nazis is fun, which is like the most obvious. Like, like it feels like like a few stoners came up with like, oh, we should kill, we should like make a movie and, and kill a bunch of Nazis in it, you know?
2: Okay. They scalp their heads too. I just want to.
1: Yeah, I we mean, you
2: saw I, it a lot.
1: I could go off about like how. Dumb Do it. Like, Go off. Okay, what is the point? And also I'm squeamish like medically, but like what is the point of the intense violence of seeing someone's brain? Like what's the point? Like can someone tell me the point? Is it fun? I think
2: I think the I think the scalping thing came from the fact that he was supposed to be a descendant of an Apache. He was Aldo the Apache and uh, and you know the, but the also Native American trope of scalping. And-
1: and white, and that's dumb, <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> I mean, people can
0: have American Indian blood and be white. That's that's just,
1: totally true. No, that's totally true. I'm not. I'm. I'm not invalidating that experience. I just feel like it's like, oh, classic, classic Hollywood. He's half Native American and totally one hundred percent Brad Pitt.
2: Isn't that the world that we want to live in? One hundred percent Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt can be whatever he wants to be. He has.
1: No, he's terrible in this.
2: Wow. That is a bold statement. I just saw Kevin's
1: uh,
0: beard wrinkle.
1: There's nothing funny. There's nothing funny about it. It's just not funny. It's like, I get that he's doing a joke, but like, I'm, I'm the worst at accents in the entire fucking world. And he couldn't like his, his Italian accent was so, patently bad that I'm like, okay, and I'm still not clear on this. Was he ordered by the OSS to, like, to do this bombing?
2: Yeah, that was, I mean, that was yeah. that was their plan. That was their plot.
1: Yeah, and that's their plan? To have this fucking, ga- like, that's ridiculous.
2: <laughs> well, he wasn't supposed to go in originally. Originally, it was supposed to be uh, um, uh bender and the other guy who were all killed in the in the bar mm-hmm. right. they, they weren't supposed to go but it was that's just, why he was like well we're gonna have to pretend to be italians
1: right but it's just like even i could do a better italian accent i'm not going to grace you with that because it won't be good like comedy but it was just it was too it was too stupid it was too stupid to function you All guys right. both love this movie and are so mad at me.
0: You'll you will you will hear. I like you're the first one to actually ask and care about her feelings in the middle of your own gutting segment. I appreciate oh, that. I do. I'm glad that's a nice check in. But I'm an emp-
1: I'm an empath. I see. Um. Okay. So I'll keep going. So first off, <laughs> obviously Christopher Waltz is fucking amazing. That's not disputable, but even he couldn't sell this fucking Nazi general stupid-ass agreement that he, like, randomly decides to make without any character build-up after just seeming like a Jew hunter, and there's not even, like, a mention on, on in the movie that the Germans are losing and they're gonna get fucked anyway. There's literally no reason for him to hand his gun to Brad Pitt, and I get that that's like the point of the movie is that nobody has any reason for anything that they're doing, but it's just not smart.
0: Well, that's what you do in the military. You surrender your sword. I mean, that's what you guys he surrendered his gun. That's what you do. So his the his gun,
1: his gun, his knife, and the other guy's knife. Right. Which is really smart because then he has three ways to kill you. Um, no, total genius at work. Also, they talk. Okay. The thing that really, really bugged me the second time watching this movie is just how much they reiterate the same points over and over and over again. Like, I heard that Shoshana inherited the cinema from her aunt after living as a fucking dairy farmer in the country, which, okay. But, I mean, mm, are already kind of sus, if you ask me, but like, okay, so she did that, but did I have to hear it three fucking times for it to like, get in my head, and then there's no, there's no pay, there's, there's no point to that. Rule of three,
0: first rule of comedy.
1: No, but it, there's no punchline. (laughs) I
0: know, I'm teasing.
1: I know, that's this whole movie, is like, there's so much setup that I feel like, I mean, also, okay, I have to admit, I hate this movie from the conceit because, and I swear I read this, I can't find it, but Quentin Tarantino for sure said that if his characters as depicted had existed in the moment he depicted, the events of this film would have transpired that way. And I know he was just fucking around, but as, like, a Jewish girl, I got really mad because I'm like, oh, so there wasn't, like, a Jewish girl with enough, like, moxie to kill Hitler? Like, fuck you, right? Like, you can't do historical revisionism and then be like, oh, yeah, no, there just wasn't anybody there to, like, make it happen. Like, like literally, fuck you. Also, this is the thing I'm only allowed to say because I'm Jewish, doesn't it kill the tension to cast somebody who and I had to look I had to look it up. I Googled it and Jewish or not came up, which reads like jewishhornet.com. Um and she is Jewish. She's Ashkenazi and Sephardic. And it's and and she's fucking beautiful. Yeah, don't get me wrong, but it's like wouldn't you cast somebody in a movie where the whole tension rests on this suspicion that she might be Jewish? Wouldn't you cast somebody who looks like a little bit more Jewish? Like, right?
0: Like you know, who? Like a, like a female Woody Allen? Is that what you
2: want?
1: I mean, kind of, I'm not saying that I should have been cast.
2: <laughs> I've been working <laughs> in this movie theater for years. I see nothing from it. I I think she's Jew.
1: (laughs) No, she is. Like, she is Jewish, and Jews can look like anything. I know that. I'm Jewish. I get it. It's just, like, there's no tension when she's sitting across the table from Christopher Waltz, because...
0: Uh, Disagree. She melts down. She melts down when he walks out. She melts down and starts crying. I cannot disagree more.
1: Oh, my God. I felt like... I was just, like, nobody would think this bitch is Jewish. Like, she's, she's fucking... She's fucking shiksa hot. Like, why would you pick that? It's just so random.
2: Uh, wolf you just say sh- just a hot? Yeah. What? I didn't even know that was a term.
1: Oh, no, I made it up.
2: Shiksa hot.
1: Yeah. Okay, so fuck the fact that she's, like, blonde and, like, way too non-Jewish looking because it's stupid. Because she's like, this is the face of Jewish vengeance at the end. And, like... I'm not saying I want to see my own face. I'm saying, like, it should be more Jewish.
0: Anyway. You, You're saying you yeah. should look more like the Nazi propaganda. Yeah, what? Who would you, you cast it then? Gail Godot?
1: Oh, she could fuck with that role. For sure. For Let's sure. See. But she's okay, Shiksa Hot. Mm. She, uh, uh. <laughs> now I'm like Shiksa Hot or a Not. Waka,
0: anyway. waka, waka. <laughs>
1: me anyway okay okay so wait i'm only on point two and i am all like right
0: well, yeah. continue please continue so
1: much okay this movie is so boring that because one two three movies doesn't work anymore i had to fucking pay to rent it on amazon prime to watch it for this podcast and i got so bored that it took me more than the 48 hours required to watch it and i had to rent it again so If a listener wants to Venmo me, I'm not opposed to the idea, but it's it's a
2: tax write-off.
1: It's so fucking slow.
0: Kevin, we met our first live Amazon one-star reviewer (laughs) who said it takes (laughs) 48 hours to watch the movie. We met one. Yeah, man, there are a lot of people in the one-star reviews that go, "I hate this movie so much. It took me. I had to pay to run it again, just like you." So.
1: And I never play. thought they were real people. I totally thought, I yeah,
0: I'm like this is a bot. This is a Russian bot. That's this is oh bullshit.
1: That's literally the most humiliating moment of my life, but it happened. I was really hungover, but also I hate this fucking movie and they spend fucking 20 minutes watching him drink milk. Like we get it. The Jews are going to die. That's what this movie is. That's what's happening. And we watch it for 20 minutes. I actually, I will say that the first time I saw it, I did like the opening scene. The second time it was like, it was like, oh my God, are we ever going to get anywhere? Are the Jews going to die? Like, come on. Like, it's just, it was just so, every, but then it's not just that. It's not just the opening scene, which I would argue is the best scene of the movie in its favor, but, like, every scene is so slow. It takes, like, 20 minutes to establish that Shoshana runs the cinema. It takes, like, 20 minutes to establish that this guy is the hots for her. It takes, like, 20 minutes to establish that she's going to burn down the the cinema. And then the weird thing is it takes five seconds to establish that the inglorious bastards or whatever the fuck they're called um are gonna are trying to do the same thing also like my next note was literally i'm 100 positive this movie would never have been made if it wasn't quentin tarantino and that's like not a compliment that's like he didn't have a fucking script doctor to be like let's cut out the exposition there's so much there's so much of people telling other people what they're planning to do instead of doing it And it's so fucking boring to watch. Also, the film relies entirely on the tension of being like, somebody is sitting at a table with a Nazi, and what is the Nazi going to do? And that's, like, such an easy tension. Like, literally, throw me a script in Hollywood, and there's, like, a Nazi sitting. It's just, it's not, it's not interesting. It's never, like, that scene in the bar, just, like, why so many shots of everybody pretending to be Marco Polo or King Kong? It's just fucking dumb. And it do- the, the thing that actually really bothers me about it is that it doesn't humanize Nazis at all, which I actually think, like, could be useful, could be, like, valid. But I just, I don't really feel like this movie does that. I feel like the Nazis are kind of caricatures, like, Hitler's yeah. laughing at the... Like, the fact that all the Germans were laughing at the movie where the Americans were being killed, um, it's just so dumb. Nobody laughs at war movies. Nobody, like, enjoys watching people be killed. That's such a character. They wouldn't have laughed at that. I don't right. think they would have. I think they would have felt proud for a very bad reason that I very much disagree with as a literal, literal Jewish woman. But I don't think they would have laughed at that movie, and it just felt stupid. And I know that's part of the game, is that the movie is purposely being stupid. I just don't think it's being stupid for a smart reason. Okay, 10 minutes about where to hold the cinema premiere, cool. Then 10 more minutes about the background of the cinema, 10 seconds of whipped cream, and then the cigarette goes in the whipped cream, and it's not some kind of sexual thing. Like that's not even funny. That's fucking film school shit.
2: I think the I think the symbolism of that was because he kept saying how it's how the strudel was not bad, and then he take he has a little of it, and he takes a cigarette, and he puts it because it was a French restaurant. I think. Yeah. I think the point was, and they, and it was a, it was a it was a German cigarette. And it was the French pastry. So I think it was like him being like, it doesn't matter. Like he had a little of it oh and was like, so it doesn't matter. What's that?
1: You're so mad at me.
2: No, 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 no. I and mean, this you wasn't like, a, this, really that big. wasn't an observation I've like had in my, but watching that on, on rewatch, when I watched it yesterday, uh, that scene stuck out to me. Like, why is this such, why are they really dragging I this was, whole thing about I the dessert? Was,
1: I was like, wow, Quentin Tarantino hasn't shown a single female foot in this movie so far. Damn you. Second.
0: That was one of my points. My point too. Damn it. Settle down. I know. <laughs> I
1: also, my biggest, I feel like my biggest takeaway from this movie is something that like another, I'm an, I like, I'm an aspiring screenwriter, uh, to all open managers. Uh, but like you get one coincidence per movie. And this movie was fucking loaded with coincidence and it's fucking stupid.
0: Kevin Israel, would you like to go first? Or
2: shall I? I'll, I'll defer to you on this one. I'll uh, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a stab if you don't mind. I don't mind. Please do. Okay. Um, I saw so I saw this movie in the theater, and I came out and I absolutely loved it. Uh, I, I thought Brad Pitt was amazing in it. Um, that that monologue. Of his in the beginning explaining the point of the bastards, I probably watch once a month just to get myself going about something. And uh, and I definitely well, say just... and I at least at least a few times a year I say to somebody, and I want my scalps, and I'll get my scalps. Um,
1: like why?
2: Because I I think honestly I just first of all, this whole movie played like a big propaganda piece um whether it was and it like it was like a propaganda piece for Americans to buy like, into the nazis? war to the, what's that
1: against nazis
2: yeah it, it felt like a it felt like a, a propaganda movie that would have run during world war 2 to get americans to join the army to like get it, them behind the movie really
1: well? it's so modern
2: yeah, but but I, I think that and Quentin Tarantino loves those anachronisms where if you like because even in some of the movies, some of the songs that play. There was one song, and I I, I didn't take a note of it. Um, at some, I think when they were when they were putting together the movie, when Shoshana was making her movie, the yeah. song that was playing was a very modern song. I can't remember what it was, but we it was not a.
1: I know what it was. I just it, can't think
2: of it. It yet. was not a 1940s song. I so yeah. I mean, I I love Brad Pitt in this. I loved fucking Christoph Waltz. Any scene that Brad Pitt and or Christoph Waltz was in, I loved. Okay. The he ma- Christoph Waltz made drinking milk so uncomfortable, and it made me feel gross watching somebody drink milk. Like it made me like the the kind of the symbolism of it of this Nazi enjoying the the fruit of the you know the Jewish labor or the labor of this neighborhood, and then knowing that he was going to kill. It. I mean, I, it was, that was a great scene. That said, I agree with you on rewatch. You lose the tension because you know what's going to happen. The first time I watched it, I remember there was like a pit in my stomach just waiting for that moment where he was going to kill. And then the tension breaks at one point and you're like, oh, they're going to get away with this. He's going to leave. Right.
1: I think it was David Bowie. I think it was David yes, Bowie.
2: Yes, yes, you're right. You're absolutely right. Because I had the subtitles on and it said David Bowie.
1: Um,
2: so every scene with with Brad Pitt and Christoph Waltz I thought was, I thought was great. This movie was two and a half hours long. It should have been ninety minutes. There was a t- totally agree. there was a ton of uh, of story in this that I didn't care about and this is this this plays to what Goatee and I have said for uh, months about this podcast. This podcast ruins movies that I loved. And I really did. Like, I love, I went into the saying that this was a, this, this movie was a 10 for me. I love this movie. I've watched it. Hold enough. on. Hold
0: on. I hate to interrupt you. You mean to tell me that this film is better than Pulp Fiction? In your no, 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 not on rewatch. No, 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 um, no, 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 no. Back up. I said on your initial watch, you said, you thought this is a 10, which makes it at the very worst on par,
2: even equal with Pulp Fiction. This is at the same par as Pulp Fiction, this film. On I think, first you person. know what, I think I, 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 I'm I trying to remember how I felt when I left the theater of Pulp Fiction and when I oh left God, the theater. thought
1: you theaters. felt exactly like my film school friend who said <laughs> it was a magical experience.
2: Seeing this, and I, you know what, I, I think I think when I left the theater seeing I, this, I, I, I did I like did it a little so a little much more. For it. I'm floored. I'm floored. Um, I'm fine. But,
1: is it better than pulp fiction or are you? No,
2: well, okay, party? but not now. Let's talk about Kevin now. Where he where <laughs> Kevin Israel is right now. Oh, he snuck that in there you <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> I I've I've, adva- I've grown. Um okay. I did not give two shits about Shoshana's movie theater. I don't know why we had to spend so much time on that. I get that they wanted to get to the irony of the girl that got away ends up kid- like I get it. But they could have done some, He could have done something else with that story. That whole storyline was boring and it dragged. The whole the whole thing with the Nazi who liked Shoshana. Nothing ever like that. Never like it. Never really went anywhere. Like it was just kind of like, oh, he's into her, and then he kept like just sort of showing up, and then it was all just to build up to the end when she kills him, when they actually kill each other. Um,
1: like, like honestly, kind of hot.
2: What's that? Are oh, them killing? You? That scene that's yeah, the the, the mutual killing was kind of cool. Um but the there was so much extra the you're absolutely right. The scene in the bar with them playing whatever that game is called and the cards on their head was Fucking br- and it made me never want to play that game. Like if I'm ever at a party and oh, somebody's wow. like, "Hey, let's play whatever this is. Guess m- guess who I am?" or whatever it is, I'll
1: literally like scalp them.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <That'd be> boring. <laughs>
2: that yeah. was invented as David told Joko. That was invented before fun because it's yeah. not.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it uh, <laughs> it was terrible. And again, he was trying to. And you're right. You make a. You do make a great point, Amanda. That so much of this movie is about tension between people sitting at tables with Nazis. Like the movie, you're right. The movie could have been called Sitting Down with Nazis because there was so much of just sitting at a table with Nazis waiting for something bad to happen. Sometimes it happened. Sometimes it didn't happen. Spot on on the foot scene. I was waiting for it and I didn't think it was going to come. I forgot about it. And then as soon as he, as soon as he pulls she pulls out the shoe. I was like, here come the feet. As much as I love Quentin Tarantino, he should be on a list somewhere. He's he definitely is. doing something with people's feet oh, that is against the law. He, he definitely watches foot porn, and I don't care what anybody says. I also, thought it was... <laughs> did you
1: know that he strangled her personally? He personally strangled her on screen? Yes, like, I did read that. He had the actor step out so that he could strangle her. And you're like, Quentin, like, you're paying so much money just to like, get your rocks off. Like, you could totally do this for free with the right woman.
2: He had a boner the whole time. I was just going to say, the reason why the crew was out
0: was because... Oh, no, sorry about that. He had the crew out of the room because that way he couldn't see his massive erection trying to blow out of his pants. <laughs>
2: like
0: Mr. Tarantino, you have a massive <laughs> erection.
2: Yes. Rewatch <laughs> that just the other night. Yeah, What we had yeah. to. Yeah. So in, uh, in Brad Pitt's monologue, I actually... Mountain Man Jim Bridget is a real person. Great. He said, I am a direct descendant of the mountain man, Jim Bridget. And I was like, that's not a real person. And I looked it up, and fuck me, he's a real person. No, and I he was a mountain him. man. So good for Quentin Tarantino looking somebody up. And I was also shocked to find out that there was a movie called Inglorious Bastards, spelt the right way, that was about a team of people. Like, I had no like, I kind of want to watch that movie now. Although apparently know, it was terrible.
1: What's really uh-huh. fucking dumb, it was literally a B movie. And what's really fucking dumb is he changed the spelling from Inglorious Bastards. I said it like extra A to like accentuate the A. Yes. And he changed it to Inglorious Bastards, I think just to fit Brad Pitt's accent. <laughs>
2: well, see, so he, wait. So, and I, and I, you know, I hate to argue with you too hard, but first of all, Brad Pitt doing a bad accent was, was kind of the joke. Like he was this, he well, was supposed to be this guy so from so funny. Tennessee or Arkansas. And he was like, I can, I speak a little bit of Italian. And then he's like, and it was was like you don't speak any italian and then watching each of them as they're talking being like i was like that's fucking like none of them are even kind of italian as christoph waltz is speaking perfect dialect italian like it was i i i love that scene and i loved the goof and and yeah it was you know it's supposed to be a little bit stupid it's supposed to be a little bit spoofy um, campy, if you will, but oh,
1: no, for sure. that
2: how Brad Pitt sounded speaking Italian is exactly how I sound speaking Italian. I even get a southern accent while I do it. But and and I I I love the end of this movie. I adore the end of this movie. Of course, you, of do. You, of course you, you do. This, you are the Jews dies. are all jerking right. off at the end of this film. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I would love to go around the world and carve a, a swastika into every Nazi's head. Right. Um, don't worry, okay. Kevin. I will leave That's you alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this movie. So the I, I mean, I still there's this. This movie is so many great scenes tied together with some terrible scenes and kind of a loose plot. But the the great scenes and Pitt and Christoph Waltz's performance, uh, even Roth's performance as Bear Jew, what he. When, <laughs> He hits it out the fucking park. Ugh, the Boston—they had to do the Boston Red Sox. I loved Teddy. it, Teddy Williams. Like, ugh, another a reason they hate him as a Yankee fan. Anyway, but uh, but each of each of these each of the scenes plays like a little story. And you're right, they're long and the boring, and and the, the boring scenes. Do-
1: title cards. Who, who the fuck does that? That's stupid. I get he this. does.
2: It doesn't he do that all the time? In every single film. Where have you yeah. been? I that's guess. like his that's like it his thing because it, he writes he writes it. he writes them like little like little novellas like each each scene or each chapter is like a little novella where you could watch each of those scenes on its own and get a story from it. Now unfortunately when you tied it all together I think the movie was a, was a little bit sloppy but
1: so You're I, a little hard right now for it. What's that? Nothing.
2: Oh but, yeah. Oh I I first of all I'm always hard for Brad Pitt. I I <laughs> Aside from being a magnificently beautiful man, I think he's a fantastic actor. mm -hmm. And he's done some incredible characters over the years. And I I loved him in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I'm sure you hated.
1: Uh, I hated it so hard. (laughs) Oh,
2: boy. I would gladly see a movie just about Aldo Rain. Like, his younger years, how he got to there. I think he's an awesome... Yeah, you know what? I uh, The only thing I can compare it to, and this is going to be a really weird comparison, but uh, Stephen King's Dark Tower series, he wrote right. over like 30 years or 25 years or something. And the first book was so good. And then each consecutive book is great in parts. But when you look at the whole series, it's a mess. And it's just, he just took way too much time and it, it just got too big for him. And I feel like this movie was kind of the same thing. Like he kept having ideas and just throwing it all in and being like, oh, this is good. This is good. And never looked at the whole thing and said, does this all work as a smooth, good, compelling movie? Because all the little scenes were awesome, but the whole movie itself was kind of a mess. So I personally
1: uh, think it's like fascinating that he managed to extract himself from his own asshole to me. Django on but that's just me.
2: Just but like regardless, I still scene, Jason Ventura scene where he comes out the rhino's asshole. The rhino's asshole. <laughs> what? I uh, I still will uh, will say that I have a, a fondness for this movie and uh, and and I enjoyed I enjoyed rewatching it. Give me a number. Um, six and a half.
1: Wait, did I give a number?
2: You did not.
0: Please give a number.
1: Okay, now for the editor, I will give a number three point three.
0: Well, it's oddly specific. Wow, that's very precise. Oddly, oddly specific. Okay. These notes brought to you by the guttingthesacredcow.com merch shop. That's right. Come on here. Check out. Grab a shirt. Grab a long sleeve shirt. Grab a hoodie. Grab a cell phone holder. Don't laugh, Amanda. We've got everything under the goddamn you, sun. you fucking
1: got it. You've got it going Listen, on. Behind. You better
0: go on our website and buy a shirt and support this podcast. Please. No. I,
1: my mother already, <laughs> already has.
0: Cuttingthesacredcow.com for also every day, articles, lists of 10, and movies we want to see, movies we've seen, and other fun stuff. Perfect toilet reading for when you're going to the bathroom at work. Notes. <clears throat> Nine minutes in this film and no end words. Tarantino, you're slipping. Christoph Waltz chews up scenery and spits it out like a Category 5 hurricane, kids. Mm-hmm. Recognize Greatness. Pitt has not one, but two monster roles written for him by Tarantino. Again, recognized greatness. The Bear Jew must get Kevin Israel harder than a topless Denise Richards gets me harder in Wild Things.
2: I just want to say there's only one bear Jew and we know where he is.
0: <laughs> Mike, Mike Myers in this film, waiting for a fast fastbender. Can you imagine that scene in the, on the outtakes? Like now you're going to in, in, infiltrate the Nazis. <laughs> I thought he was great. Yeah, it, it worked perfectly. The story about Shoshana drags out for me. Unless... It's a story about Shoshana Longstein, the 17-year-old with double D's that dated Jerry Seinfeld back in the '90s. That's a Shoshana story I want oh, to hear. Now
1: I'm not going to show this to my parents.
0: Yes, you are. The scene in the bar should be an exercise in all film classes on how to build tension. Yep, that scene is fucking amazing. Don't I hold just your breath. I cover
1: my mouth with both hands.
0: That's fine. If you're if you do a yoga pose, use your feet in there too. In 1940s, women put lipstick on a napkin. In 2020, women send nude selfies. I'll take the 2020 version, please. This film is a collection of four to six amazing scenes with a bunch of boring filler in the middle. Mm. Brad Pitt was making a face like he had a stroke or he had to take a shit but with no bathroom in sight at all times. I loved hearing Samuel L. Jackson and Harvey Keitel's voiceover. I know he's a loyalist to those people. And I just, it always, it's like a family event with the Tarantino film. And he always it's brings them home for cooking. It. Yeah. Sorry. The glo- this film has a glorious end, but it did not grab me like the others. This film is the fifth best Tarantino film there is. If it's on. And by the way, this film pass the rewatch test for me. Only if it's on one of those aforementioned four to six scenes. I'll watch it then. Otherwise, this this does not pass the remote test. Amanda, the remote test is if you're on cable and you're flipping around and you happen to stumble upon a film. At any point in time, do you drop the remote and go, I'm good for the next half hour, 45, hour and a half, two hours? No, I
1: I would kill myself promptly at 10 minutes of, of Nazis talking about milk.
0: This film, I, I thought that scene was amazing. Shame on you. This film does not pass the remote test. I give it a six out of ten. Oh, we're so close. I know. I knew I knew I knew it'd be sympathetic on this. It's good. It's better it's than fine. Good. Why it's is good. It good. No, Jackie Brown stinks. I'll go and I'll die in that hill right Fuck That Jackie, you said Jackie Brown's better. No, it is not. Jackie Brown is boring. And, ugh, it's by far his worst. By
1: okay, I saw it at a at a at a bar where you watch a movie. On okay, a
0: that's not the idea door. to do how to watch a film properly.
1: I know. <laughs> and one guy walked out, like literally yelling about his erection. So
2: was he yeah, watching with Jackie Angry Man? Brown?
1: Yeah. No, it was I the- never.
2: I never even saw Jackie Brown. Don't it lie. Was a
1: lot. You have and he was like he was like you have to suck it and the girl like followed and it was like, Oh, that's the bar, I'm at. But the point being, it was fun. I don't know, this movie wasn't fun to me because Disagree
2: <laughs> Nine, nine, yeah, nine. I knew it was coming.
1: <laughs> There's nothing to tell. Two people want to blow up Hitler. Congratulations, you have a movie.
0: Mm, I, uh, Thing called it, character building You're in film school I took film I was in film classes Character building Tension building What? Right. There's more no
1: characters them. Everybody but, is
0: parsed. Every one of his films Has tons of characters That oh, is what he's known for That and dialogue You are so wrong On that point dialogue I like is it It's
1: horrible in this no. movie
0: In this movie Listen It's not as good as Pulp Fiction of Reservoir Dogs it, I'll be the first to say so that It's cool good like It's it. good But it's not you know, it's terrible like oh. funny
1: Nothing made me laugh.
0: No, um, but it wasn't a laughable mo- – this wasn't funny like Pulp Fiction with Royale with cheese, that shit. But no, the dialogue, the back and forth was, I thought it's good, not memorable, but in, but the scenes that were the interactions were beyond fantastic. The, the four to six scenes in this film but are great.
1: I, it's so crazy to, like, talk to, like, a sentient human being, A, because, A, I don't do that that much nowadays – but B, because you're so wrong. <laughs> I
2: uh, I think it was funny. Tarantino called this like his Dirty Dozen, which I would have liked more of. The, this movie to be more of a Dirty Dozen. I would have liked to see more of the the bastards' exploits and what they were doing and their their whole plot and how they got to where they were. Um, Wait, does I, it? agree? Uh, agree. Oh, sorry. Agree. Completely agree with that. Not enough
0: on them.
1: Does it? Does it bother you that like he said? And I swear he said this. I just can't find it online because it was ten fucking years ago. That if if his characters had existed in real life, Hitler would have been dead.
0: No, I don't. I don't care. I don't care.
1: If fucking pisses me off, because I don't. I don't care because because
0: when you take when you take Hollywood people. More than the greatest quote that they say. People say that they say the dumbest shit. I don't take anything what they say. I mean, you can
2: say that about Captain America. Like, if Captain America was real, the World War II would end. Like, all right, Right. I guess. I don't know.
1: Did someone say that?
2: No, but I'm just saying, the same You can say that about any fictional character. Say that
1: about your film is fucking cocky and stupid.
2: Wow, that's Tarantino is nothing if not cocky.
1: Right. And so stupid. why do you
2: take him seriously? And I could se- I could separate the art from
0: the asshole, no problem, easily. If that was the oh, case, yeah. how many actors and actresses are, are say the dumbest shit in the world? But you still no, go plunk down fifty I, bucks to see the movie. I they all say
1: dumb shit, but his well, there shit you go. matters. Like like when you're talking about like whether like the Jews rebelled against the Nazis enough. No, I you, look,
2: I get what you're I get. Look, as a Jew, I get what you're saying, but. This isn't one of those movies that I'd watch and be like, let's watch something to learn about the Holocaust. Right. Or let's no, watch something to learn so about... Then,
0: so then our, you oh, should, be, you should be equally as angry at what he did with Django and Chain, but you didn't say anything about that. No, oh, so, I am. Because I because am. It, I, I, but I, you didn't say it, so I can't... I can't, but I can't also, like well, also, they didn't I, end I, slavery through the actions. I think it was
1: fucking stupid, and I think it was fucking... Like, I would be offended if I...
0: He just made a three-hour love of almost a three-hour love affair for the revenge factor for two minorities who were well, that's trampled. In a, but in different ways. Stupid.
2: Again, I think you're taking this. You're just trying you to- You got get- to see a very ugly Adolf Hitler, and right. he was a very strange-looking Adolf Hitler.
0: Critics, five-star reviews. Five star reviews. You five star reviews, you, you. Five you reviews by critics. Inglorious Bastards is glorious. The film is so enjoyable, so entertaining, so smartly written, so well-crafted, so beautifully lensed, and so well-acted, I didn't want it to end.
1: I literally can't, like, look out of my eyes that are covered by my hands.
0: All right. It's clever, riotously amusing in parts, and does have some salient points to make about the relativity of the acceptance
2: of violence. That
0: person just said nothing in my book
2: literally kill them. It's like, funny. They, okay. they wanted to show that they know the word salience. Yes. It's funny. It's violent. It's funny and violent. The acting is unbelievable. Pitt
0: is charming as the icy killer. And it's clear Tarantino has found his new muse in Laurent. Uh, that didn't. That post did not age well, did it? Because I haven't seen her no in shit I since. I haven't seen him in, ever. The performance of Christoph Waltz, playing the Nazi Gestapo figure Colonel Hans Landa, is a highlight of the film. His ability to convey courtliness and sympathy and then go to commit the cruelest of horrors is simply superb. In his gloriously imperfect and glorious bastards, Quentin Tarantino distills every war movie he's ever seen into one potent, funny, morally indefensible, nine-tenths brilliant, impossible mission, in quotes. Flick.
1: I mean, like, kill me. Just kill me. Just
0: After those reviews, we just agree on that.
1: Over Zoom and kill me. <laughs> Critics, one
0: star reviews. Critics, one star reviews. Critics, one star reviews. <laughs> A failure so complete it is that it is infuriating as opposed to merely disappointing. Despite the injection of content from a variety of directions, Bastard lacks the the crackly excitement of Tarantino's other efforts, mainly because he can't seem to tie the whole package together. Completely agree with that summation. Why is Bastard such a colossal disappointment? It's mostly because Tarantino indulges all his worst impulses as a filmmaker and ignores what he does best. What did he ignore in this film, Kevin Israel?
2: What did he ignore? Yeah. His storytelling?
0: Yeah. Hmm. Just Tarantino's bad. scenes go on and on because he's in love with the sound of his character talking. True. This gets especially maddening in Inglorious Bastards because much of the dialogue is in German, so the words are three times as long. Here's someone saying, I don't like subtitles or reading. Clocking in at two hours and 32 minutes, it is unforgivably leisurely, almost glacial. I like that word, glacial. Glacial is oh, a great I word. Like Isn't it? it, it is. yeah. I'm going to incorporate that. That's, That's nice. A film that loses its way in the thickets of alternative history and manages to be violent without the start to en- start to finish energy, excuse me, that violence on screen usually guarantees I'll buy that for a dollar. Amazon five star reviews. Amazon Five star Review the ooze. It's time for Amazon five star reviews, five star reviews. Hans Landa. One of the best original villains ever managed. He literally steals every scene he is in. Well-deserved Oscars for Mr. Waltz, but somebody tell me, why wasn't it for Best Leading Actor? Who was he supporting? Brad Pitt? Uh, no. Brad Pitt's hillbilly character was pretty entertaining too, as were pretty much every one of these characters. Next one. My copy was cheap and came in a very tough cardboard case. This film is definitely worth picking up. (laughs) <laughs> These are our Amazon. Listen, it's going to get better. It's going to get better.
1: My God, that was v- just so classic. isn't it?
0: Vengeance, bloodthirsty scenes, and the willingness of soldiers just doing their jobs in a very artistic way. Hope you hope you got the stomach of a bald eagle for this one. I didn't know bald eagles had iron lined stomachs. They are scavengers. They are <laughs> suspenseful. Suspenseful, violent, and funny. An ingenious plot. Outstanding dialogue. This is where Tarantino shines. And Brad Pitt's hammering aside. Very good performances.
1: I've probably. Brad Pitt's
0: what aside? Performance. Good. I think he was better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But I thought both those were.
1: I thought both were terrible.
2: Shame on you. Shame.
1: I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That's a, don't I, apologize for your opinion. Man,
2: I respect your commitment to your stance. Yes, I do too. Oh, like,
1: I Even you. though
2: it's wrong, it's still noted.
1: No, I
0: hate <laughs> I've watched this movie probably seven times in the past three years. Slow down, Junior. That's a lot. <laughs> I am not one to rewatch movies, though. I love this movie. In caps. The amazing screenplay is enough to have you loving this movie. Okay, not enough. The acting is fabulous, and I'm not a big Brad Pitt fan, but love him in this movie. Okay, not enough still. The soundtrack is amazing. Okay, not enough still. The ending is awesome. You have to, you really have to watch <laughs> You really have to watch this movie if you like good movies, that is. This soundtrack was so unremarkable. The fact that they pulled out that little nugget. <laughs> so weird. (laughs) Especially considering how good soundtracks of his other movies are. That is going to make exactly Exactly. my point. He is a top three master in picking amazing obscure songs. Where's
1: the other
0: top two? Give me a minute and I'll think about it. That's good. He's up there without a doubt. Amazon One Star Reviews. Amazon One Star Reviews. I love Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, but Quentin Tarantino has been slipping ever since. I really thought Django Unchained was his lowest point. Wrong. But this wow. smoothfest fest was almost unwatchable. I regret wasting two and a half hours, but I could not write a review until seeing it to the end. Just awful. Well, I'm glad this person decided to wait to the very end.
1: Honestly, like literally that could have been me.
0: Way too much graphic violence and a weak storyline, in my opinion. I recommend the documentary series Auschwitz, Inside the Nazi State, instead. I can't think of enough adjectives to describe how utterly disappointed I was with this film. I am the biggest Tarantino fan out there, and this film was complete garbage compared to his earlier work. I wouldn't have known it for a Tarantino film unless told otherwise beforehand. They say a writer should, quote, write what they know. And Tarantino obviously doesn't know anything about Nazis or World War II or France. He needed to stick to Compton. That he knows. The sets in this movie looked like the backlot of Paramount circa 1950. The interiors looked like they cast off set pieces from an off, 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 off Broadway production of Disney's Snow White or a high school production of The Producers. And the worst, a jarring and completely irrelevant cameo by Mike Myers – Doing a Mike Myers cross between Austin Powers and Dr. Evil. Eli Roth chewed the scenery like Pitt. Wait a minute. Chewed the scenery like it was canned ham and it got and looked like he got lost on the way to an episode of the Jersey Shore. Brad Pitt was Brad Pitt. Throughout the entire movie, a funny haircut and jutting jaw does not qualify as acting. I can see why Christoph Waltz won such a claim for his portrayal of the SS officer. He was the only shining spot in a turd stew. Tarantino once seemed to care about getting the details right. Now it just seemed like getting this bit on film. And forget about authenticity. Like, he thinks we won't care because he's Tarantino and he can do no wrong. Well, I'm here to tell you, the emperor has no clothes. People, and I'm not afraid to say it. These are not historically accurate pieces, dum dums. That's the point.
1: <laughs> no, wait, that was so funny. Wasn't that it, was though? So funny because I like I I I kept on the ride. Like Aren't every you glad so you did? often, every so often I was like, "Oh, that no, that's right." And then every so often, I was like, "That's dumb," and I really enjoyed it. Recommending
2: the documentary Auschwitz instead of seeing this movie is like recommending somebody go to a like a a chicken slaughtering farm when they say they want a chicken sandwich. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see how the fudge is packed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but also, eating meat is unethical. I'm kidding. <laughs> Say, I'm, I'm half keeping you, you, you,
2: this, whole, this whole episode almost just got trashed. Yeah. <laughs> oh
1: my god, you guys totally trashed it. Right. <laughs> Next
0: <laughs> one, don't waste your money. Foul movie that they have must have produced on the on a day. The actors didn't have anything to do. Rad Pitt is terrible. Next one. Well, it finally happened. Tarantino made a film that I hate, not just my girlfriend. And this was a two and a half hour colossal waste of time. Happily, it only cost me $1.99. I want my two and a half hours back. <laughs> <laughs> that Kevin is well, real special.
1: Okay, how the fuck did they get that movie for $2 because I spent $8? You I'm spent $8? I'm mad about it. $3.99 twice because I couldn't finish it in one sitting. Anyway, keep going. This
0: movie was a horrible disappointment. If you're a speed reader, you may enjoy it because it's all subtitled in English and spoken in French and German. The plot is a po- impossible to follow because you spend all your time trying to read what they say. End of story. They, they, signed, they did not do Ber- well signed, in reading in grade school. Signed, Lakewood Burger King night manager. <laughs> Next one. Honestly, okay, next one. Movie was crap. If I wanted to read a book, I would have gone to the library. Ha, that means you're cheap. Who goes to the library and gets
2: books anymore? Go on Amazon and buy like an adult. People, people are really upset. They, they. I hope none of these people know there are foreign films out there that are just completely subtitled. No, that right. would blow their fucking minds. You know what I want to do? I'll run out of the theater and show them Run, Lola, Run, which is all. It's just great
0: film. It's all in German and Watch Your Head. It's only an hour and 20 minutes, but it's great. Watch your head just blow off. Or Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, the Swedish versions, and torture them. Which are much better than the... Which were much better. What a disappointment. The scene in the bar goes on and on and on and on. That ain't no Kill Bill. Unfortunately, many who watch it will be convinced, convinced that Hitler died at a movie theater in Paris to see a very well pithy movie. Check out the new VW ad with Stevie Wonder. Now that's creative filmmaking.
1: Whoa! Is that sponsored?
0: (laughs) No, it's some. It may be. It uh, it might be someone's
1: like exactly sponsored.
0: (laughs) Exactly a VW commercial in with a review on Inglorious Bastards. What? No,
1: I wouldn't doubt it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's sponsored in the user uh, submitted Amazon reviews. That is a poor way to find product placement, Amanda.
1: But, no, I I agree. It's a terrible waste of money, but it was like six dollars for that.
0: <laughs> Kevin Israel, did Amanda Shurker gut the sacred
2: cow? <sighs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> she uh, she did better than I thought she was gonna do. Amanda, you did
1: What the fuck does that mean?
2: You did you did better than I thought. Because I like I said, I went into this into this rewatch adoring this movie. And, uh, and from what I saw and from some of your points, you did, you did a, you did a very solid job, but I think this movie still stands.
1: Oh my God. I failed.
2: <laughs> I will listen. Don't listen. Don't
0: take, take solace in this, Amanda. Only one third of people were able to gut that sacred cow. Cause is it, it one third? I About if I had to, to go back and like, do that, I have to go back and do the math. No, I would say, you give just or take, said
1: that to make me feel good. No, one hundred percent.
0: Go back. Listen, Amanda. Become subs, By the way, subscribe on whatever <laughs> podcast platform and I listen to I all episodes, and you can keep tally of our success of the guest success rate of gutting the sacred cow.
2: We've had Amanda. We've had people come on who are just who their argument is basically, I didn't like the movie, or, or the book was better, and that was it.
1: Oh, you—you—you you, well,
2: you, you, you put way more thought in some people than most. Some, some people have. Other people come very worse. prepared. No, I did and I
1: didn't.
2: But you got it off your chest, and the world will now know how you feel about inglorious bastards.
0: I will that's co-sign I on that nine, gutting. Yes, Amanda, you did a good job. Was okay. it enough? No, okay, well, the, 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 the the cow still <laughs> squirts milk in your face and says nine. And uh, Christoph Waltz throws milk in uh, in your face as well.
2: No, he would drink it. Would I
1: can't believe a Jew agreed, disagreed with me on this movie.
2: I'm married to a Jew, and I disagree with her constantly. hey oh.
1: <laughs>
0: that just blew her mind in the stratosphere. Amanda, where can we find you? Again, you, plug your, Oh, your oh fuck.
1: Uh, uh, fuck. Um, you can find me on Hinge. <laughs> I'm trying to find a husband. I'm not, I'm low-key, not kidding. Also, you can find me on <laughs> Twitter, where I'm literally just my name, Amanda Shirker. Cool, and it's, the uh,
0: and the and the website you, again is what is uh, Wisecracks.
1: Oh, I I I do I write videos for Wisecrack on cool. YouTube.
0: Wisecrack. And,
1: no, they're really good. They're really funny. Awesome. Fun.
0: You should have Kevin Israel and I on your podcast on your on your videos because we're funny too.
1: I believe it. I see. I've seen it. I felt it.
2: That's not sounding too convincing on your end. KevinIsrael.com, KevinIsrael underscore NJ on Twitter. Uh, Stand-up comedy was trickling back, and now the governor of New Jersey is um, enforcing some more uh, stringent restrictions. So I don't know what's going to happen with comedy, but hopefully we can keep performing live and you can come see us. And and like uh, Goatee said in the beginning, our live show, January 23rd, 7 o'clock, the AMC in Clifton is going to be fucking amazing. Can't and you wait. should be there. I'm Limited be seating.
1: Be buying Th- my ticket right
2: now. You should be. You don't, should be. Don't toy with our emotions, Amanda. We expect be, you to come with a posse. know
1: I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Be, <laughs>
2: be like Amanda, and there. And this, is, this bitch is gonna send out. So out. out. Oh it's yeah. Sell. No,
1: this bitch is here.
2: This yeah.
1: In Clifton right now.
0: Day and a half already announced. We've sold 25 percent of our tickets already. Not even words getting out. I know we're doing it. Kevingoti.com, but more importantly, guttingthesacredcow.com. You can find, again, articles every single day, links to the, the to buy your tickets for the uh, for the show. Only 25 bucks. You get to watch Karate Kid and hang out with us, and we're doing giveaways. For Christ's sakes, that's the gift that keeps on giving, unlike the Jelly of the Month Club that Eddie gave Clark Griswold in Christmas vacation, right? <laughs> Cuttingthesacredcow.com, GTSC podcast, and on YouTube, please subscribe to YouTube for our YouTube channel. You get to see us live, not live, excuse me. Yes,
1: you're seeing
0: me. You're seeing, yeah, you're going to see that smiling face of yours on YouTube as well. Gutting the Sacred Cow, GTSC podcast on YouTube. Don't forget that. Mm-hmm. And uh, everywhere else. And on the podcast platform for choice, how about a nice five-star rating and a two-sentence review? That's all we're asking. That's it. Guttingthesacredcow.com, Kevin Goatee, Kevin Israel, Amanda Schurker. Thanks again. This has been a delightful chat. And we look forward to seeing you in the future in L.A. when we come by and crash at your house. Tell your roommates to get the fuck out of Dodge. We're hanging out. Yeah. Take care, gang. See, See you next time. Peace. Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.